Hello, dear friends, readers, listeners. Um, today I'm going to talk about a very universal uh, subject I think touches all of us at one point in our lives or sometimes very often. Uh, recently I made a very short statement for my readers and it resonated with a lot of people and I'm gonna read read it to you here's what I wrote James Patterson's first book was rejected 31 times Stephen King's first book was rejected and his official first book was rejected 30 times Josh Grisham's Time to Kill was rejected by first 28 publishers. Then the 29th that took it ended up selling 1.5 million copies. Even the great Dr. Seuss had 27 rejections. Madeline Legal, a book, book uh, was rejected 28 times. Frank Herbert's Dune is the biggest sci-fi hit of all time, was rejected 24 times. I could tell you more, but you get the point. One thing they all have in common is that they didn't stop. This is what I wrote. It resonated with a lot of people. And when I say those famous writers didn't stop, it also means they didn't give up. And they did not believe in, I can't do it. And they did not believe in, you can't do it. They could and they did, no matter what. They persisted, they overcame, and they did it. And this goes well beyond you know, writing, authors. This is every job, every type of work, and everything in life, every aspect of life. You... For example, you want to get in a better shape or you want to get healthier. The first big step is overcoming I can't do it and overcoming the people who are saying you can't do it. First big step is to say I can. I can get up earlier in the morning no matter what. Have a healthy smoothie or a healthy breakfast. Go on a walk in the morning before anything else. Or or exercise or jog. Whatever your fitness goals are, you can do it. There's a famous quote that says, whether you say, I can do it or I can't do it, you're right. So both are right. Your state of mind is a huge, huge factor. Huge factor. And maybe you have a really big goal for something. And we have to remember that God, His plans for us too. And God's plans for us are always bigger than our dreams. 
But that doesn't mean that we don't reach and we don't try hard and we don't work hard. We, we should all do all of these things. We should work hard. We should set goals. And a lot of the times, we will get a lot of amazing things out of it. Maybe you won't get exactly the big dream, big goal that you had in mind, but you're going to get so much more overall. So many wonderful things will come with it. Just think about your character and the example you will set. When your mindset goes from, I can do it, to I can do it. And you answer to someone telling you, you can do it. Your answer goes from being sad and depressed, putting your head down to, no, I can do it. It's just very, very life-changing. I have I have met now and communicate with many. I mean many by many I mean at this point hundreds of writers, hundreds of writers who well some of them give up before they finish the first book. But a lot of them give up after they finish the first book and they are rejected. I it's, this is a conversation I've had with more than one author actually when you know I tell him, well, you know, what's going on? Why you're upset? Why you're saying it's not for you anymore? After you know they've done one written one book. And they say, Well, I've been rejected and I say, Okay, by how by how many publishers? And they say, Well, one. Sometimes they say two, three. And it's, wow, you know, that's you, that's a f- fast track giving up right there. You know, you. I had a book that was rejected by 99 publishers. And this book has a traditional contract now. So, <laughs> um, and as I read you before, earlier today, all these super famous writers, 30 plus rejections on some of their books, including, you know, Stephen King. So you have to persist and you have to try hard. And guess what? Sometimes your first book isn't good enough. You've got to write another book. And sometimes the second book may not be good enough. Write another book. And sometimes the third book may not be enough. Write a fourth book. You say easier said than done. Well, my first traditional contract was my eighth book. Eighth book. My largest, longest book was my book number four. And I thought a lot of publishers are going to like it. And it got rejected by everybody. Everybody offered it to agents, publishers, whatever. So I liked it, but no one else did. So anyway, um, the biggest thing for me was to recognize and to go back and to compare the writing. And when I look at the books that got traditional publishing and I compare them to my older writing, I realize, wow, 
these newer books are so much better, are so much better. It makes sense. It makes sense why these books got the contracts, got more fans, got praised by other authors, and the other ones did it. It makes sense. But it takes a certain type of attitude to realize that, to say, hey, this wasn't that good, but you got to keep going. You got to say, I can. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. This is, again, not just writing. This is everything in life. This is everyday life. This is everyday life. Whatever you're doing every day, your, your regular life. The more you practice with good attitude, the better things will get. Or health, or fitness, your job, your craft. You're an engineer. How do you get better? Practice. Hard work. Strong attitude. Not giving up. You're artist, you're painting, you're drawing. How do you get better? By continuously doing it. By not hanging your head. By improving. So... I thought I would expand on that little note because it seemed to resonate with a lot of people and I wanted to make this message a little longer and larger and I hope it, it helps you in your day. And uh, please leave me any comments and if you agree or disagree, let me know. I really appreciate, appreciate you guys listening. Um, thank you so much. Bye-bye.